Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me today are my co-host, Chocolate Bear. How you doing? And Doc H1X1. What's up? Alright, so before we get into this week's show, I figured we could take a minute to go over just what exactly Cross Atlantic Gaming is, and what you can expect week in and week out from our show. Um, so you guys want to help me out with that? We're primarily news-focused, I would say? Yeah. Is yeah. a big bullet point? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to probably be the, the, the bulk of the podcast. And, you know, we'll, you know, as we go along, we'll probably, you know, kind of maybe add some stuff, kind of see where it goes. But that'll probably be from the initial go, the, the bulk. Yeah, we're going to try not to have long, a long running podcast. Not long running. That made it sound like we're going to end. Sure. <laughs> yeah, now I'm going to get a ton for... more hate from Discord. Great. <laughs> we're aiming for four episodes, surely, guys. Uh, I was I was hoping for five, but oh, okay. uh, four four is not too bad. <laughs> let's not let's let's be optimistic, but don't, don't get crazy. <laughs> um, so yeah, us us paired with the sixteen ounce gaming podcast, we're going to be just more of a news focused um, compared to them, where there's weird dating games and uh, <laughs> other things like that. Looking at you, surf. <laughs> um, we actually did have a question come in from Ross, though. Uh, he wanted to know where we came up with Cross Atlantic Gaming or how we came up with it. Mm. Um, so, I, yeah, go for it, Doc. Or no, I, I was about to say I don't know if you want to handle this or chocolate. It's I I think well you pass on the mic over, Doc. <laughs> well, now that you mention it, no, no, yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> oh God, you put me on the spot. How did we come across? Um, it was, I think, primarily because you guys are over in the States, myself over here in the UK. Obviously, the Atlantic is uh, in between us. And it I just would say, is... really, this should be the most self-explanatory <laughs> title to a podcast ever. I, did, I didn't want to sound mean to our voices. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly different. Clearly, somebody's not from here. Yeah. And by here, I mean the States. I want to be like, Raz has always been nice to me. How how much of a douchebag do I want to be right here about this title? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, it just worked out because chocolate's from across the Atlantic. And that's that. <laughs> yeah. It kind of occasionally just, uh, we play games. Yeah, it works. It wor- That's probably the best way to explain it. It works as far as a uh, short summation of who we are and where we are. Um, yeah. So um, next... I thought maybe we could introduce ourselves a little bit. Uh, maybe tell us what kind of gamer you are. What kind of like in your personal life? Like who who are you? Um, so we'll start with you, Doc. Uh, so my name is uh, JT, uh, and I am from the United States. I live in Kentucky, in a small town called Somerset. Uh, married to my wife Cassie. Currently, no kids. Um, although chocolate's really starting to win me over on the idea of kids. Uh, clearly. <laughs> And uh, oh, I work as horseshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> it's great, right? Chocolate, everything's great. It's perfect. It's fantastic. It's great. It's, great. it's, it's fantastic. Great. Um, I'll send them over at some point so <laughs> yeah. I can be child free. <laughs> Please take them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, lastly, I work as a pharmacist full time, and uh, yeah, video games. That probably sums it up mostly. And how about you, Chocolate? That's myself. Um, my name's Daniel. I'm as we've said i'm from the uk um, i'm in a small village called oakham which is near leicester if anyone knows that uh, i'm a stay-at-home dad and as we alluded to i've got uh, two small children one called joseph and the other one is called isabella and they're both blessings and they're both blessings in disguise apart from when they do things to me that make me want to strangle them is, is that Fair is enough. that shit is that but shit on your shirt I right there chocolate is uh, it- yeah and a little bit of uh pungent puke i think i've got just behind my ear lovely okay just checking um and my name is zach i'm from syracuse new york over in the states um no kids uh girlfriend no marriage and yeah games 
That's cool. what we're here for, right? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want some kids I can send to my... Uh, no, I'm I'm watching my nephew this weekend, and it's been... <laughs> I don't know, like, that's, he's three, three years old, and he's shown me enough in 48 hours about what having a child is like that I think <laughs> I will be passing on that phase of my life for just forever. Quite some time. Indefinitely, okay. yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Not for me. But, yeah, um, I mean... Yeah. Um, what have you guys been playing this week? Um, or just lately in general, um, it being Doc. our first episode, what, what's going on? What are you guys playing? <laughs> Go Doc, let us know. Uh, yeah, I, uh, mostly, uh, been trying to, uh, get into a little, uh, actually Gears 4 Horde mode, been playing that a lot recently. I, I, you know, way back in the day, I played a lot of it on Gears 2 and 3 when it was first introduced back in the day. And, um, when Gears 4 came out, I kind of blitzed through the campaign and didn't really touch it after that and then we got some uh community members together this past week and played horde mode on uh the highest difficulty clearly now we couldn't even get past casual uh, we played it on casual a few times and finally got to wave 50 and beat it um that's really fun actually i totally forgot how fun that game mode is on gears of war you, so you said wave 50 yeah well oh. again w- on casual wait there's like i think there's there's like a crazy amount of difficulties in that game um we played on normal and got to 20 and it was felt like brutally hard, which is embarrassing to say like, yeah, I'm, I'm a video gamer. Yeah. So how, how long did that take it getting all the way up to level 50? I feel like that seems like it would take forever. I'm thinking of like call of duty zombies, like level 50 right. would have taken me like four hours, five hours. How Honestly, I probably about three hours actually. No joke. Like okay, I mean, yeah. it was to the point where Raz was hanging in there as long as he could. Or it might have been. It might have been. No, it might have been Castle or Raz. I can't remember. But I think like, it was Raz. Yeah. Yeah, and he was hanging in as long as he could, and he got up to like round forty nine, and he's just like, guys, I actually have to go. Like it was. It was <laughs> oh, going on so long. So one more level. And he couldn't yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's where uh, Moose basically said, and he gave up and surrendered on us, and it's like, whoa, whoa, let's calm down. <laughs> Do you? Is there any type of like progression in that horde mode like are you gaining like credits or something to put towards like your next run to like buy weapons and that kind of stuff or yeah so that's the that's kind of the reason i'm kicking myself that i didn't get into it initially because i didn't realize it's as deep as it is so there's actually a ton of that actually um it's got its own levels there's like five different classes um and they each have their own like uh, uh i guess abilities or like strengths weaknesses you can level them up individually. You have, I don't know if you guys ever saw, it's like a card-based system in Gears. Um, and different skills are on different cards, and you can level those up. It's it's insanely deep. I had no idea. I feel kind of bad for, like I said, just ignoring it from uh, from when it was first released. But I'm having a blast with it now. And, uh, yeah, highly recommend it to anybody out there looking for a good co-op experience. Those uh, awesome. boss levels are mad, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's- it... That first one's okay. It's a slow burner. You can get through it, but once you get to the next few, right, you're pulling your hair out. So, is there is there a boss every like ten levels or five levels or something like that? Um, every ten, yeah. There's every a, ten? Okay. A, a boss wave every ten, and uh, it's random on the boss. And they're clear. In my opinion, there are clearly ones that are harder than others. So you can kind of um, get excited if you see it's one kinda. guy on your fortieth level, yeah. and you're like, "All right, exactly. Cool. This isn't, yeah. isn't terrible." You're almost yeah, you're almost just like, oh, I hear a helicopter, we've got this many turns, this will be cake, or it's like, oh no, it's the guy that eats you or whatever, this is going to be crap, because he just walks through your defenses, so it's, you know, it's it's definitely that feeling of like, okay, we're good, or this might be the end of it, so right. it's, so it's fun though. Would, would you say this is probably one of the one of the best horde mode type of games then? Yeah, easily. I if if even if I'm trying to think right now, it's off the top of my head, if I had to like rank, I know like Destiny 2 had, or Destiny 1 had its version and Halo 5's got its version, but uh, as far as just off the top of my head, I, yeah, I think as far as how deep it is, the the progression system, which I didn't even know existed, it's it's awesome, yeah. Uh, is that really all you've been playing? Have you, do you fall off Sea of Thieves? You waiting for the hunt? I should, I don't know why I'm yeah. even bringing this up. This is probably a mistake. <laughs> now you really, that is well a- risky now that you, at no. Uh. And this uh, is the Sea of Thieves podcast. All <laughs> right, buckle in for the next two hours now. Um, so what? Basically, the way I looked at it was from the get go. You know, like I, I do love that game, but I'm no, I, I'm not an idiot when it comes to like, yeah, there's not, there's not a ton of progression here. 
and I'm not a crazy person, so I'm not going to grind it out to 50 like other people did. So my goal was to basically get every all three um, factions up to level 30 and then just wait for the first DLC. And I pretty much did that a couple weeks ago, and now I'm sort of just waiting. Which uh, they actually released a few more screenshots yesterday, and it looks like it's a big freaking Megalodon, Great White Shark, and it actually looks pretty cool. That's so awesome. I'm, a new, I'm excited. A new big bad fish swimming around the sea yeah exactly yeah um, so. do they have a date on that i know they said may uh 29th 29th yeah 29th of yeah. they're kind of getting in the habit of like when they tease a video or dlc or anything they're kind of being jerks about leaving it to the last day of whatever week or month they announce it which whatever but it's it's kind of like we said may yeah it's technically may may 29th, 31st okay. it'll yeah. be there at, at 11 59 yep <laughs> yeah exactly i was gonna say bastards. do you think do you think that's what they're doing, or because of all the issues that have been coming up every time a patch has come out, it's actually trying to go, oh, we need to fix all these little bugs before we implement our big DLC, otherwise we're going to kill the game, or break the game, I should say. I will say that I think just putting a month on it and not really, if you're not positive, you're going to be able to hit the beginning of May, just saying May, and then, hey, we have four weeks worth of leeway to actually get this thing out and make sure it's running 100%. I don't think that's a bad call. Um, no. but See, I yeah. think that's what they've done, not, oh, we're just going to tease you and tease you. I think they've run into so many, I say so many problems. I, I love the game. I'm not trying to hate on it at all. No, I think I, we'd all agree that it had it had issues, though, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the problem. Every time they fix something, all of a sudden, another part of the game breaks. And yeah. I think that's the issue, Yeah, not the... We're going to tease you and get you ready for it and then go oh, right at the end of the month. Well, that was the most recent thing, wasn't it? They were You were supposed mm-hmm. to be able to like hand things off to your crewmates, but if you did it underwater, it would like shut down the servers something. <laughs> Literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it, it, I think you're both right in the sense that like I think part of it is it gives them wiggle room on if stuff does and will go wrong. And then I think the other part is, like you said, Chocolate, I think, Literally, there was just a lot of stuff they had to get uh, in order, some housekeeping stuff first and foremost, and then worry about, you know, the actual adding new content. Um, yeah. But I, they did recently put back in all the stuff they had the week before that had, you know, momentarily broke. Uh, so now you can do private crews and hand people stuff. And I guess when you're underwater now, your name is invisible, so you can actually somewhat be stealthy and you don't see a guy swimming to your boat from a mile away and give them, you know... Do you know, I wondered why I kept getting shot every time I went up a ladder. <laughs> the more you know. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it looks like that's in there. And, you know, that's that's stuff that, like, they are, you know, is, people you say what you want to about a games-as-a-service system, but it will constantly evolve and make the game better. And theoretically, as long as the game supports free DLC, it's getting more and more content. So, you know, I'm excited to see what that new DLC is on the 29th, and um, we'll see how it goes. All right, so that was three minutes of Sea of Thieves. That's plenty. Uh, moving <laughs> on, chocolate. What have you been playing lately? I have. Um, I've just started a sixteen-ounce pro club on FIFA. So myself and a couple of the guys in the community, we've been grinding through the divisions at the moment. Yeah, playing... I saw Ryan and Sweeney talking about it. I think. Yeah, a couple of those guys. That's cool. So, it, yeah, it's quite amusing when you've got. I think we had four of us in one of the matches, and you've got obviously four different play styles. Um, hmm. And then we we're all just laying into Ryan. I was, was so how, yeah. <laughs> how does that work out when you have. So it's the four of you are on the same team, and you're playing. Yeah. It's just. So do you have like so, two strikers and two defenders, or do you can you still like swap around and be whoever you want with left bumper? I think is what it is. Yeah, so, so we like swap the, players. The, there's two ways of doing it. You can you can either have you are one player and that's it. So we all take a player each in a position we want, or you can have um, which we do. Three of us pick a position. That's where our player plays, and then the he's gonna. I'm gonna hate saying this. The better player controls the rest <laughs> of the team. Who's the better player? Sweeney, but anyway, moving, <laughs> that was moving on. Yeah, he uh, he takes hold of the defence, a few of the midfielders, um, and then we pick a couple of positions ourselves. And yeah, it's been really good. It, it is a good laugh. So uh, when the next year's iteration comes out, we'll be 
trying to push for Division One for sixteen ounce. Awesome, that's that's fun. Um, I, I do got a couple quick questions for you, Chocolate. What is your current all time record against Ryan? And this is important. Two, yeah, that that is important too. It's uh, important for him, not for me. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> well, that and the other point is like I'm so like EA come out recently and said that they're not going to stop with micro with loot boxes when it comes to the sports games. I kind of I've never I've never gotten into any of them in a in a big way. Like how much how much of a thing is that in FIFA as far as like the uh, oh right yeah. The, Let's address the Ryan one. I think he's winning at the moment. Oh. So he beat me the last time. So uh, we'll move on from there. And um, loot boxes and FIFA and money. You can sink so much money into that game, it is ridiculous. Huh. So. Because that's all. The the card packs are all for the, the ultimate team, right? You're yeah, just so it's all for the ultimate. That. Yeah, so you'll pick it. You go to build your side. You start off with 11 players that you have never heard of or wish you never picked. <laughs> um, and the only way to upgrade quickly. Uh, is to sink money in. Gotcha. So yeah. anyone trying to play that game free to play will never be like super competitive. The, then I'm assuming. No, no. The, the, I mean, the, there are pros, and and they don't. From what I can see on some of the YouTube stuff, they don't actually sink their money into it. They just grind. They keep playing. They're good mm. at the game. Playing right. 14 hours a day. F- yeah, they, so they've got the time. Yeah. Hence, I said, you know, if if you want to do it quickly. Then the you're quickest spend way money. to get your team, yeah, the quickest way to do it is to sink money in. And I was one of those fools. Um, <laughs> I think this year I haven't sunk as much money as I normally would do, which I'm happy about. I uh, Ryan won a giveaway at one point for it was like sixty dollars credit to Xbox, and then he streamed. Okay. He streamed him, <laughs> him blowing the, the sixty dollars. <laughs> oh packs my god! In, like, the span of like three minutes, and he's like, oh, oh, yeah, th- he "Those were all shit," and I was like, "Oh." Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, well, um, that was worth it. <laughs> it. It is like playing um, like a slot machine. It's you know, I mean, you press that yeah. button, you wait for a certain flash. If you don't get that flash, who gives a shit? You move on to the next one. Loot boxes right. are gambling, right? They are indeed. <laughs> yeah, I kind of just wondered how that was set up because I hear so much about it, but never actually took a took a look at it. I'll um, I've got some I've got some coins in my. <laughs> on my team well, these are legitimate coins i i earned so i'll try and stream it and then pop it on the youtube channel so you can have a look there you go we can see watch all of all your coins yeah. go away and your team not get any better and yeah and all <laughs> in the space of 30 seconds perfect <laughs> perfect and i've also been playing um halo wars 2 and i'm stuck on the i think the third level from the end and i can't do it when you steal a scarab Oh okay. yeah, yeah. And what, I'm done. What difficulty it. are you playing on? Easy. <laughs> is there a is there a lower one? Yeah, is there a get me through this part? Yeah, I cannot do it. Just show see. me the story mode. Uh, yeah, I was just about to say risky. I was like, how much do you guys love it when the game almost oh. pa- patronizes you and says you're more into the story than the actual well, gameplay? That's... <laughs> That's what Naughty Dog does with like The Last of Us and Uncharted. Yeah. It's like just take me through the story. Yeah. So well, you can one shot everything. It's great. I want to occasionally have to press a button, but you know, not too much. <laughs> I'm not a big RTS lover on on the console, so I, I can't I, I can't fault you there. Yeah. You know, I'll I'll do it quickly, hammer it through, and so <laughs> I've, I've come stuck. So. It's going to be five Game Pass games later and Chocolate's like, hey guys, still on the third to last level. <laughs> hey, Anyone want to help me on this one? Need some help. <laughs> Chocolate, we've been on Gears of War for weeks. <laughs> um, that's that's one thing I'll plug quick is that uh, the 16-ounce guys, they run a Game Pass game club. Um, they pick a month or a game to go through to go through during the month uh, with the community and everybody plays up to a certain spot. Um, and then you send in questions, they have a discussion about it, and I think Halo Wars 2 just wrapped up, if I'm not. Yep. Right? Um, And this month's is going to be Gears of War, so um, if you guys want to get in on that, we do have a link to the 16-ounce Discord in our show notes, Um, so join us over there. Uh, I'll be definitely playing Gears of War. I've never went through any of those campaigns all the way, so... Oh, wow. Yeah, so this will be a first. I it sucks because I've had a bunch of stuff spoiled. Um, right. Yeah. Oh, but Ouch. like the whole Dom 
and his family thing, like that stuff. Oh, right. What do you mean? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> He, he ends up being the main protagonist at the very end and saves the day. So. Okay, perfect. I don't even need to play now. So no, nah, not really. Thanks. <laughs> Welcome. Um, as but far- it's a good way to get through your backlog, isn't it? Or to to play games that you would never, yeah, never I, touch. I think it's it's definitely it's fun, and this will be the first one that I'm actually like. I tried Halo Wars two back in the day, and like you alluded to. RTS on console is rough, and I'm not even sure that I really like RTSs on a computer anyways. I, it's not really my game type. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then before that, it was Bioshock, and I'd, I've played through Bioshock a couple times now, and the last time was like a year ago. So, Right. Um, I'll definitely be joining in on this one. Yeah. Um, and everyone else should, too. Um, as far as what I've been playing, I'm in the middle of God of War. I finally just got my copy sent to me from a buddy who bought it. Um, so I'm, I want to say maybe a third or halfway through that game at this point, and that game is, it's something. I I want to say masterpiece, but I feel like I should be able, I should finish the game first before I go making bold I, claims like that. It's it is great. I, I did recently beat it. Um, I loved it. It was really good. I, I don't know if I mean like you know I thought Doom was another good reboot, but man, did they do a great reboot with this too? As far as like what you thought of as a God of War game versus what this is, like it's it's great. That's, uh, like I dabbled yeah. in one through three at different points, but like this is something just com- yeah. completely different. And yeah. I I really haven't been able to pick anything out that I'm that's like wrong with the game like the combat's great the story is amazing it looks it's one of the best looking games on console by far yeah. um i don't know super not... polished yeah super polished um if i had to make one nitpick not descriptive at all i think the end gets a little um it goes on a little too long as far as like i think they could have wrapped it up in a much neater nicer way i think the ending is still great but i think the last probably six seven hours getting to that point might have um hit a few too many story beats or lasted a little too long but that's that's me literally nitpicking though at some point you know i mean trying to find something wrong otherwise i think it's freaking phenomenal about how long did your playthrough take oh gosh i'd have to look i honestly don't even know um okay i mean that's it's fine. a it's a pretty lengthy game i mean it, it's uh especially with uh you know i'm actually trying to go through and find most of the uh hidden or like I, I will say this when i went through the game i did most of the i did most if not all the main side quests so um depending on how much you pay attention to those or any of the actual additional side stuff it probably varies by quite a few hours but uh, i haven't done a ton of the side stuff but would you say a lot of most of those are worth worth doing um, like story-wise yeah i would say there's a lot of people out there saying that it's that they're really deep side quests. I wouldn't necessarily that they're say that they're deep or anything, but I think they're really they're well placed. I think they're well done, and they don't feel fetch questy or anything like that at all, in my opinion. So I mean, um, yeah, I think they're I think they're worth doing it. I you know I think you'll be fine either way as far as equipment going through the game. I don't feel like they're necessary. Obviously, you know, it's side quests are not necessary, but um, I think they're a lot of them are absolutely worth doing though. Yeah, okay. and they're not that far out of the way either. Yeah, most of the time, so. I'm playing on easy either way, so it's not. I'm never really yeah. worried about equipment. I'm more just there for the story on this one. So, yeah. and I'm not being let down yet, and I don't foresee that happening. So, Great um, game. yeah, that that's my main thing. And then PUBG, I'm always I'm always dabbling in PUBG a little here and there. Um, but oh, that's old Mirror news. Mirror Miles out. We, yeah, but so do we have a date for that? Was the twenty six? Twenty six? Uh, Friday, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll be I'll be definitely getting back into that for for that. Yeah, that should be good. The test server was fun uh, playing that. It's definitely completely different from the first map um, yeah. that we're playing right now. Yeah. No cover, lots lots you, of wide open spaces. I, I'm gonna ask you guys: Do you think it'll get the same hate that it did on PC? Because I know for a good stretch there that people were really kind of down on that map specifically. Were they down um, on it because the way it was laid out, or were there like bugs or something? <sighs> I think I think their biggest issue was it was um, probably because I guess because compared to the island map where you had a lot of cover stuff, there was a lot of stretches of nothing in between, and I guess it came down to the fact you could get in an area and you were just sol as far as I guess where you were compared to loot and stuff. But I don't know. I feel like the first island could be that as well. I'm 
I'm not really sure why they had such an issue with it. I just know that was a thing for a while. Right. I wonder if it's because of change, and we know what we're like as humans. We don't like change, <laughs> do we? That's true. Like <laughs> even just playing the few rounds of Miramar when the test servers were up, it was kind of like I have no idea where I should go. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know where. I don't know where the good loot spots are, where people yeah. could possibly be. But like with the first map, you've played enough that you know where to drop. You know like the layout mm-hmm. of the whole island after you've played long enough. I think once yeah. people get used to how it's laid out and have played it enough, maybe they'll like it. But if you're just not a fan of big wide open spaces and getting sniped, you might <laughs> you might just not like this one. Variety's probably good either way, though. I mean, you know, yeah, for a you game need like right- that. You need a rotation of maps on a game yeah. like that because it gets very stale. The only thing for me, it got stale a bit quick. What I would like them to do is just give you the option to be able to either click into the first map or click into Miramar. Like, mm-hmm. don't make it random because sometimes if you get stuck on like a stretch of playing the same map over and over, that's uh, okay. I mean that's true with all multiplayer games. That's why like the voting system's always been good and like Call of Duty games. Yeah. I think that's a yeah. great yeah. idea. But well, there's only two maps. To get the so. choice. Oh yeah, Battlefield Don't as well. You? Yep. Yeah. Right. Well, once you get into a game, obviously. Not. I think they did add a voting system on the PC version to where you can, uh, well, not vote, but you can pick which one you're going to get uh, uh, put in a hopper for. So that's that's so, smart. I, I think that's definitely yeah. something they should implement um, on the yeah. Xbox for sure. Yeah, I'd say that's probably definitely coming. Um, and then it seems like a lot of people like that new map too. Uh, so excited for when that eventually finds its way to the Xbox. The oh the newest the like small and map that, smaller small map. map yeah yeah small island map I guess you would say yeah yeah I haven't seen a ton on that but yeah I mean more more options is always good right so definitely so get sniped or get shotgunned exactly <laughs> one or the other <laughs> chocolate that's the I get shotgun map that's the I get sniped map <laughs> yeah well I'm normally the meat shield anyway so <laughs> there you go if you need cover just give me a call I'm in. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, do you guys have anything else that you'd want to add um, for what you've been playing or anything like that? Looking forward to playing Save Decay 2, that's for sure. I was yeah. like, I think I've been on record saying Save Decay 1 was my favorite game of last gen. So Yeah, um, I'm definitely Looking pumped for that. That's That'll be out by the time this podcast is out. So yep. you could be listening to this while you play State of Decay 2. And that's how we suggest you do it. Yep, I, uh, I guess. was super disciplined this time and waited for Game Pass because I'm on a I'm on a gaming budget, so I'm just like I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to wait. I was and, so close uh, to buying that expensive version so I could play on Friday. <laughs> I had the screen pulled up it's so many times, being like, being right. like, I could just I could play it now. I could. <laughs> so what do you guys think then? Paying that, what was it? An extra? It was okay, th- fifty bucks. I 50. think. Yeah. But um, there was two. There was a different version, wasn't there? That was down to twenty nine. That's well, like that'll the be the regular version. Yep. Yeah. So what? What do you think paying? I, most paying of the time, the extra money just for four days. Yeah, I mean, most of the time, I would say I'm against it. I think it's kind of a crude business move to do. But I, but as far as this one goes, I think it was completely fair because first off, fifty dollars is ten dollars less than a normal game. You get it four yeah. days early. And to top it off, you got the two pieces of DLC and the first game year uh, uh, year one edition. Yes, with you it. did. Yeah. So you know, it's not like you were just getting four days access. Here you go, have a good four. You know, four days. Yeah. It was you got stuff with it, and it was still ten dollars less than a normal new release. So the only yeah. thing I wish that they did was gave Game Pass people the option to spend twenty bucks to like upgrade essentially to that premium version because be. For the twenty bucks, I would have paid that for the upcoming like DLC, yeah. for the four day early access. Um, I, I just I wish that was a thing, but I'm not going to go out if I'm already getting it from Game Pass. It just felt silly to go out and spend fifty dollars, even though I was already getting the game either way. That's so that's my thing. I mean, I'm like I want to play it now, but I'm like I would I I'd, I would be hating myself and I'd be like you're an idiot if I did. <laughs> so right. I think maybe if my like if my weekend this weekend wasn't as busy, it might have been tougher. But I knew I wasn't going to have a ton of time <laughs> that, to game this weekend, anyways. So I was like, yeah, yeah all right, same. If, if I wasn't I working this weekend, exactly, seventy-two yeah. hours free, it might have been a yeah. <laughs> different story. Totally. So do you reckon that's the new model for the standout titles for Game Pass? For for Microsoft, it is. They've they've clearly been on that train for a while. I think that'll be all their first party moving forward. Would be that they did it with Gears, they did it with uh, Forza. Um, Sea of Thieves actually didn't, but Sea of Thieves 
if I mean I love Sea of Thieves, but it shouldn't have been sixty dollars. Um, no, not by and not by uh, long shot. yeah, um, I think Sea of Thieves is the only one recently they haven't done that with. But then, then again, that's all about cosmetics, so there's no real way, I guess, to. But then you say about Sea of Thieves being sixty dollars, but the DLC's free. That uh, that's it does have so that, that long term. Yeah. Yeah, put, that... put it long term. You're actually sounds you... so stupid. You're saving money. Well. That's why I actually like games as a service. It gets a lot of hate, but I like it because for me, it gives me the option of spending how much I want to spend on a game. And then mm. I know, like, the reason that works, in my opinion, is the future of gaming is because, and we'll get into this later with Call of Duty, but you're not segmenting your player base by not having paid DLC. You're not, you know, you're not having to get online and be like, oh, hey, let's all do this on community play. Oh, who has this map pack? Well, you better go buy it quick because, you know, that's in the rotation or, you know, nothing like that, you know. So. Mm everybody's always going to be in the same player pool if it's all free. So that's why I think it's that's the smart way to go moving forward. But, um, yeah, I, I still don't think it should have been $60. But the games as a service, as far as that goes, I like the entire idea of that. I agree. That's especially for Sea of Thieves. I think this is going to work out. And, like, if you look at Sea of Thieves in a year or two, it's just going to it's gonna be mind-blowing that you only paid 60 bucks and didn't pay for any dlc or anything when that game totally is just i don't know going full speed like when it has I mean, everything we're, you know we're a week away from them adding a megalodon shark you know so i mean like clearly they've got some ideas for that game that they're that they're going with so and you don't have to spend any money on it so yeah <laughs> it's free to be terrified of the water <laughs> yeah <laughs> um all right we good i think we're good everybody yeah, good that's all then uh, good. Let's get into some news. All right. Uh, pretty brief this week. Um, it kind of gets like this before E three, unless you get the random leaks. News just starts to dry up because everybody's trying to hold everything in for the pressers. But there's a few things that are dropping. Um, a big one that happened this previous week was uh, the big Black Ops four reveal. Excuse me. Um, and they basically confirmed what a lot of rumors had been and that there is no single player campaign but then they basically kind of spelled out okay there's no single player but here's what we are doing and here's why you know it's worth it um Um, so how do you feel i mean just quickly with call of duty not having a campaign what's everybody's stance on that did you play them before do you not even care about call of duty (laughs) You, you go chocolate um I haven't played for years, Call of Duty. <laughs> okay, so chocolate. So that's a no I, one shot. You're done. <laughs> so just slide out of the way here. Okay. Well, see ya. <laughs> like, part of me was in Discord the other day talking to Moose, and like, I was I was defending the idea of like it needs to have single player, like for sixty bucks and stuff. But like, if I'm honest with myself, I haven't played and beat a multi or a single player campaign in Call of Duty since Call of Duty Four, the first real popular one. See, so, so I'm completely yeah. different in that respect then because like that's always the first thing i've done with my like i buy the games every year and it's just it's because it's a game that a lot of my not hardcore gamer friends play so Mm -hmm. it's like they'll buy call of duty every year and that's really all they'll play so like i always grab it just to play with them and whatnot um but one thing i always make sure to do is play through the campaigns and like they're definitely hit or miss some of them are trash some of them are surprisingly good like um yeah yeah infinite warfare i think was the most recent one it was oh like super space based you had spaceships and stuff Uh, but that campaign Mm -hmm. i think was way better than most call of duty campaigns but a lot of people are gonna miss that because i mean their statistics show people aren't playing their campaigns so um maybe it's not worth it to work on something like that sorry it's always been a multiplayer based game though hasn't it 100 percent since since four yeah Oh, yeah. absolutely 100 yeah um, i mean i well and you don't even you know they've got their statistics it's like you said they're looking at the data and i mean we can even look at xbox live achievement rarity and tell right away how many people finished the game you know and it's not a lot like it's still from almost every call of duty campaign i think if you beat the game and the final achievement is is almost always been a rare achievement that sounds so sounds definitely right yeah, so I mean, if you're looking at that data alone, you're like, yeah, I, I get it. You know, it sounds bad on paper, but I get it. So how do you feel about um, the the $60 then, like you were alluding to? So at first, when I first heard it and the rumors, and I'm just like, that's going to be a hard sell. I think you got to knock it down a little. But then when I watched the 
conference they had and they explained what all's in it, it was easier to swallow slightly. Um, I still think that's going to be an interesting... I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how well this does. I guess I guess we say that every year about Call of Duty, like is it trending down or not, but I'm, I'm really super interested to see how this does with everything they're setting up and keeping it at a $60 price tag. What's always really uh, funny is that even when Call of Duty is, in quotations, trending down, it still blows... <laughs> Every other plus. game out yeah. of the water. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. I mean, I I'd say at this point, what Grand Theft Auto is probably the only outselling all time yeah, game. Probably, I, yeah. I would assume so. So yeah, step up your game, Call of Duty. Why you're not first? But <laughs> uh, yeah, I it, you know we'll see how it goes. I, I you know and kind of well, kind of getting back into this right here. So they they had their conference where they kind of you know laid out like. Hey, there's no single player, but here's here's what we're doing because there's no single player. Here's what we're you know promoting, and just to kind of read from uh, this is from GamingIntel.com, who kind of had a summation of a lot of the. Um, well, actually, they had a summation of the conference, and they also kind of had something that wasn't disclosed at the conference, and that is, it is being confirmed, and this makes me more okay with the sixty dollar price tag. It has been confirmed that there is no season pass for the multiplayer. Period. Um, however, there will be a zombie season pass um, for the zombie mode specifically. So it sounds like they're finally getting on board with the Halo Gears Games as a Service uh, theme of free DLCs. Your player base is never segmented, and everybody's always going to play together as far as multiplayer goes. So now the DLC is going to be more, hey, if you're into zombies, here's some of this but as far as the right. actual competitive multiplayer stuff like you're just getting free maps every month or like a free yep. map every they, month something like that the way they laid it out in this uh leaked document is that essentially every month you would get two new maps that would be added to the pool uh and they also said like you know call of duty's had loot boxes for a while now so you know definitely expect that it's you know they're not doing this out of the kindness of their heart it's activision but um there will be new cosmetics and things like that added as well every month, new guns, new maps. So, you know, even if you're that person that's like, I don't want to spend a dime, you pay $60, you get this game, and you're constantly getting free maps every much free guns, That that's a pretty good deal on paper. So, It's not bad, is it? Yeah. That's what... Well, and... I was going to well, say, no, like... You go ahead, Rizzy. <laughs> like you were saying, the whole games as a service thing, like, I don't, I don't understand what why people have hate for it like i don't either for the people that don't literally like you said if you don't want to spend any money on it you don't need to and you're still going to get an influx of free content throughout the game's exactly. lifespan until they stop supporting it like what what's the hate about that and if i mean yeah for the people that want to can, spend money you have the i'm assuming there's going to be loot crates for cosmetic stuff exactly in this one, so I silly people yeah, it's one of those things to where like we live in a time where it is cheaper than ever to play tons of video games and it's the it's you know classic internet age we live in everybody's outraged about everything. So, you know, it's it's one of those things to where if people can find something they hate, they will. Um the the main thing about this though I think is great is that it's what we've said previously is like the problem that you have with DLCs before in these year-long multiplayer games is that you have DLC packs come out, and your player base slowly gets more and more and more segmented. It's it's my biggest problem with Battlefield still to this day, is I wish they would go to a similar model because, you know, they they started premium friends all that stuff, but like every DLC pack, you were slowly segmenting your player base. So, I think it's a great idea, and I'm actually glad with the direction they're going with all this. And uh, just to dive into the story a little bit more. Um, from this website kind of explaining the leaked document they got about the season or no season pass uh, according to sources there will be a zombies dlc season pass which will act similar to a normal season pass but will instead only contain maps from zombie modes whether this means there will be more zombie maps per dlc release or if it will be sold for the same price as the standard pass we don't know um and then they go on to say basically as for multiplayer goes including which we, we kind of glossed over this but they had they're they're introducing uh battle royale to call of duty oh yeah uh, i forgot about that they haven't yeah fyi <laughs> they did show didn't they show a video for it but it was kind of like they're calling it blackout or something yes, right correct um, yes that should be interesting it'll be interesting playing such a highly polished version of battle royale on a console i mean i guess totally agree. fortnite's running 60 fps finally so yeah it fortnite would definitely fall into that I, I will say this though i i hate i never want to get excited for call of duty and i've probably been out on call of duty since maybe black ops 
one or modern warfare two i don't know but this is the first time in a long time i'm like okay they're going in a new direction and this stuff all sounds pretty cool and i i i'll i legitimately think this has the chance to be you know who who knows what will ever replace Fortnite? it's so huge but i think this has the chance to be the biggest battle royale if it's done correctly because for sure you got the they, player base there already at least exactly so. yeah you got the player base the guns all feel good it's going to depend a lot on the map how many players and they they talked a lot about vehicles in that mode so that's going to be interesting you know we've never had a battle royale i mean all we've really got with vehicles is PUBG, and it's all transport vehicles and they run like garbage they drive also, like yeah, also, also, they run like shit. Um, so they talked about attack helicopters and tanks and stuff. That's going to be interesting to see how they balance that. Can you imagine um, like having it having like kill streaks in a battle royale game? Like you're on a ten kill streak. Here's your attack helicopter. Well, oh, that's God. the question too. That's going to be interesting to see how that. Just as you make the circle. Yeah, exactly. Oh god. Oh god. Yeah, the last circle is just known as like the kill streak circle. Everybody's popping their kill streaks like. Get 25 oh kills and you just nuke the whole map. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm not going to win. <laughs> you guys, you're going down with me. Just reminds me of Fortnite now. The quicker you build your tower, you win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> got to save up those kill streaks. Uh, <laughs> the most useless kill streak UAV. You pop it at the beginning of the game. Oh, there's 100 <laughs> dots everywhere. Great. I'm glad I used that. Yay. I probably. Uh, <laughs> UAVs would be. Would have to be like a thirty kill streak. Can you imagine having a UAV in the final like five people or ten people? Like, ugh. Uh, it it's gonna be interesting to see how what all they do with that mode. Um, because will there be kill streaks? Will there be vehicles you get in? Will you know now that there's attack vehicles? How is that balanced? Like, does everybody just parachute towards the tank factory at the beginning of the game because <laughs> you want to get in a tank? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. how's that gonna work? So. You know, we'll see. Do you think we'll be seeing uh, but it, more of that at E3? As far just more Call of Duty details, there's no way yeah. they're not at E3. But I, I'd say we definitely get a trailer at the PlayStation conference, and I'm assuming more information is gonna. I, I would think that they're gonna have it playable at E3 that game mode. But you know, it comes out uh, October 12th. Yeah, because it's the first year it's not come out early early November. So yeah, we're getting Call of Duty nice and early this year. Yeah, well, we all know why, too. Yep. Uh, rhymes with Ed Dead Dedention. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I it, I would hope it's playable at E3, and if it is, I'm assuming we're going to get a lot of lot of news from that, if it is. so I might jump into Call of Duty this year. Do it. Everybody yeah. should. No, that's, I, yeah. that's not a fair blanket No map packs. <laughs> yeah, no map packs. You know, you're never going to have to worry about six months down the road if you can play with your friends, so why not? You know? I would say if, I haven't got any, it's okay. if you've been off Call of Duty for a long time, like you guys have, maybe this is the one to hop back into them. It, for me, it's definitely, that's the case for me, for sure. I've not been in the last three or four, and I'm actually, unless unless they say something just totally out of left field that sounds dumb, I'm definitely in this one. So Good deal. Uh, moving on in the news, uh, we've got a kind of an interesting, I don't know if you want to say story, but interesting take on a video game mechanic. Uh, the upcoming uh, single-player story game, Vamp- Vamp- Vampire, I guess I think it's, it's just called, Vampire. I think it's called, oh, I guess I didn't think of Vampire. It just looks like Vampire to me, just spelled stupid. Okay, Vampire. I think that's probably I think that's probably what it is. Um, the upcoming uh, single-player story game, Vampire, only has one save slot per playthrough. So you get you get one and done. If you die, you go back to that one. You don't have any auto saves, no, you know Bethesda. Let me save ten times in case the game breaks. Moments. Um, so, what do you guys think about that? As far as you know, it's a game heavily based on choices you make and with no saves coming. Um, what do you guys feel about that? As far as the idea, you can go chocolate. Well, after my little bit about Halo Wars 2, no, <laughs> I need my save files. Would you say I, your pro I, save scum, Chocolate? I, I, I dabble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pro, maybe not, but it, it's a great idea. And for the hardcore, hardcore gamer or the hardcore person that wants to be in this, brilliant. For myself, I'm not. It's not something I'd pick up unless I hear some rave reviews about it. Mm-hmm. It would um, it would drive me potty. <laughs> yeah, or or constantly worrying that you didn't make the right choice, or somebody dies. Like, what if I had saved him? I'd, well, no, I suppose I, with choices, I'm not too bad. I, I either go all good or all evil. 
So right. I'm not too fussed by that. Do you that. ever play? Have you ever played the, any of the Telltale games or anything like that? Chocolate. Yeah. So like, how do you feel? Yeah. Do you ever go back? Like those are games where I never go back and like, oh, I made a bad decision. Let me restart. It, it's a, oh no no. To, that one, yeah, I just plow through it because I think one, if you go back, you kind of half are in the story. Right, so I think Actually, this that, is, that, I think of this the same way, I guess, for that's me. A re- that's a really good point, yeah. actually, because that basically is the one-to-one equivalent is is the Telltale games, and I'm like you, I don't actually go back and replay them. So. Um, as, as far as saves coming goes for me, it, I always used to be against it until I played XCOM 2. <laughs> and then, uh, same. I was like, <laughs> nope, you need to. There's no... F- no way I'm not doing this like over and over and over. I've never like loaded up the same save file so many times as in XCOM 2. Like that was horrible. XCOM any man known came out of 360 back in the day. You know, you level up a guy through 50 or like through like 20 plus hours. You start one mission, make one move and he gets sniped and killed. I'm like, yeah, we're reloading that. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're not going with that. We're gonna reload. We'll have better RNG so. uh, uh, next next game. Yeah, he won't crit. <laughs> he won't crit next time. Yeah. yeah, he won't. He won't kill your highly leveled guy that you're counting on to be there to make yeah. the final push. The like, guy that you've had for 18 hours and you've leveled <sighs> him up to be the backpack of the team, just carrying everyone, <laughs> and he died in one shot. Crazy. I, I love XCOM, but man, those games are brutal. Yeah, 99 percent uh, chance to hit. Ah, I missed. <laughs> Well, all right. <laughs> yeah, the gun is sticking in his mouth. I missed, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, the other thing um, with when I saw the one save slot thing, I was thinking that they were doing some um, Metal Gear Survive stuff where they were gonna like charge you ten bucks oh. for another save slot or something. Oh, gosh, puke! Right, I know. Jeez, when I heard that, like that, that's like my all time low in gaming as far as decisions made by developers, like. You can't get much more scummy than that. I'm just going to say with Call of Duty, it's it's amazing. Ten years ago, developers were just taking as much money off you as they could. And then Call of Duty have turned around and done this, you know, here's the free free DLC, essentially. Yeah, for sure. But Metal Gear Solid will go, well, actually, do do you fancy paying for ten bucks for some blue hair? Yep, I sure do. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't be surprised... Doc Martin shoes. <laughs> yeah, if I wouldn't be surprised if somebody does like a post mortem on Metal Gear Survive in like ten months from now. It's like, hey, if you want to pay some money, you can just see the end credits. Yeah, like, exactly. Who cares? That's <laughs> it's as, like, just pay us, please. <laughs> as much hate as that, I played maybe like ten hours of that. I rented it. Um, yeah. For as much hate as that game got, it was actually pretty. As far as the survival game goes, it, it was pretty decent. I mean, they had a good game to build off of. It looked like Metal Gear Five, just more strip story which i mean like that was the thing it was like it had the mechanics like the mechanics were down it was metal gear 5 but a survival mode of it so like it it was pretty good but a lot of bullshit happening around that game (laughs) just what happened when konami got both their hands around it yep so so yeah so that's that's uh actually any of you guys plan on picking up uh that uh vampire game anybody looked at it interested by i'll be there i i've got a hard time turning down good story-based games so i'm sure i'll be there i need to have a look first i will say i need to get rid of all my telltale games (laughs) (laughs) i do have a lot of those to catch up on still i i have a ton every time i look at it i'm so cynical like i'm not even a big achievement guy but when i look at a telltale game i'm just like well that would be an easy 1000 achievement points maybe i should play it (laughs) like i don't even give a shit about it but (laughs) just sit there Tap, tap, yeah, tap, just left, see him pop. Tap, tap, yeah. up, down, left, tap, tap. A a a a a a a a a a. Yeah, seriously. Done. <laughs> or go the uh, silent protagonist run. Never say anything to anybody. <laughs> just set your controller down. And just be done yeah. with it. <laughs> yeah, just gonna work. Leave it running, yep. honey. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. So I think that actually comes out uh, early June. So that's actually not too far off. Um, let's see. Uh, last bit of, uh, or actually no, uh, next uh, story this week, uh, we have uh, Randy Pitchford's back in the news, everybody's favorite uh, studio head, is uh, come out and point blank on Twitter, address the fans saying, quote unquote, no Borderlands 3 at E3 2018. Two questions, do you believe anything that comes out of Randy Pitchford's mouth, and two, will there be Borderlands 3 at E3? Um, no Borderlands 3 at E3. And no, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm on the same. I'm on the same train with that. Yeah, it's 
it's also weird because they they never officially announced Borderlands <laughs> <laughs> Three. So, which actually leads me right into a question that Shine wrote in. He wanted to know: Do you think it's a good move or a bad move for a company to announce a delay on a game they haven't even announced yet? Which <laughs> is what I was just answering. And no, what? <laughs> In what world <laughs> is that a good thing? Like, that's insane. But we're talking about it. I, that's true. You're not wrong, <laughs> but like at some point, the whole any news is good news or bad news is good news. That whole the, theory is like it, it's true, but. It depends it, if it drops E3 this year. Well, that's the thing. I mean, because like if it drop- comes out this year, how's it not at E3 almost in a way? Unless they, because 2K is not doing their own press conference, so I would assume you know if it was going to be this year, they would announce at E3. But who knows? You know, I mean, Square Enix right. has their own press conference Unless this year. Why not? Tweet. Right? You know, <laughs> drunken tweet. No, not there. <laughs> it's a hundred percent what happened. Let's go. Let's go <laughs> yeah. with that. Confirmed. Yeah. Pitchford drunk texting yeah. middle of the night. Drunk, yeah. drunk oh, I just noticed. Yeah, this was three a.m. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Should not take this with any <laughs> any credit. Tweet has since been uh, deleted. Yeah, um, it's one of those things where I don't think anybody doubts that there will be a Borderlands three. Uh, the fact that Randy Pitchford has super casually just been in been in interviews and said, you know, uh, you know, with the work we've done on Borderlands three, and I'll, I almost just imagine what the interviewer was like in that interview, being like, I, I, I'm sorry, what? Uh, Wait, go like, back to that. That last you, part. You, you said what? <laughs> Has that been announced? Like, yeah. So it's it's one of those things where he's just so casually talked about it as if it's a known quantity. Which, yeah, I guess it is. But at the same time, it, it is weird to have a guy out there acting super casual about the sequel that's not been announced, and everybody's just like, okay, so when's it coming? There's a Borderlands three. What? Can you tell me anything about it? And it's just, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I don't know if it's good or bad. It's just weird. It's it's a game where, like, just once it's out, sure, I'll play it. But until then, yeah. anything that I, I just mute Randy Pitchford for the next few months. I think. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know, this is also the guy that brought us Aliens Colonial Marines. So, like, let's all remember that. Yeah. Like, he's done a lot of good things with, like, Borderlands and Bioshock. But also, yeah, he's not got a spotless record. So, yeah. So yeah, um, so yeah, Borderlands Three might be coming out this year, might not. We'll see. I'm sure Randy Pitchford will drunk text more or drunk tweet more and, t- and text. You know, uh, I, I got my sources. Okay, uh, uh, moving on. So let's see. Uh, leaked Forza Horizon Four concept art. Um, it shows Hong Kong. Actually, might be going to Hong Kong this year. Um, you know, it was rumored for a while it might be Japan. Now we're uh, we're actually seeing concept art for Hong Kong. What do you guys? Uh, what do you guys think about that? Did you play Forza Horizon 3? Do you like the series? What are your thoughts? Go, Risky. Uh, Forza, I don't like racing games until, mm-hmm. or I didn't, I should say, until I played Forza Horizon 3. Um, the mainline Forza series isn't for me. Like, the simulator racing, I don't find fun at all. But there was something about Forza Horizon 3 and how wide open it is. Um it was like an open world car game, and I was totally down with that. So I'm definitely pumped mm-hmm. for Forza 4, or Forza Horizon 4. Um, and I think Hong Kong's a good setting. I'm just wondering where your big like open areas are. Because when I think Hong Kong, I just think, like... All right. Congested Yeah, exactly. Gym, Congested, city. not yeah. a lot of... I don't know. Not a lot of big open roads, um, big open spaces to just cruise around in. So... Uh, could be interesting. It'll definitely be like playing this game at night with all the lights from like Hong Let's Kong. Say H- HDR, with yeah. HDR, can, like it's it's yeah. gonna blow your mind. But yeah, is the racing actually gonna be good there? Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting. How about you, Chocolate? Again, I'm not a big racing fan. I haven't jumped into any of the Forzas, but this game, it looks amazing. It won't drag me in because I can't race to save my life. That's if you ever well, find Forza or as Forza Horizon Three should just land in Game Pass. It's not there, is it? It's not. But if that ever hits, that you note, should give it a shot. Yeah. On that note, this will be though. Oh right. Yes, it will be. Yeah. Ugh. Everybody forgets that, but yeah, this will be day and date. So there you go, chocolate. You you need well, to at least you already out. own it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a coming. Um, yeah, so I'll, okay, I'll give it a shot. Um, but it, it does look 
as you're saying, with the with the lights from the one screenshot of yeah. Oh, it looks unreal. Looks unreal. And like I said, gives me it a... was I not a big racing guy at all, just like you. But right. there was something about Horizon Three and how open it was, um, and obviously the driving's incredible. That's why people are there. So if you're gonna play a racing game with good driving and good good driving mechanics, that's that's your game for sure. That's it. I will say I'm just, I was a lot like Risky. I couldn't have give a crap about any racing game ever, except maybe like the Burnout series back in the day, which which that goes to my point. But like until Forza Horizon 3, and then I'm like, man, this is really freaking fun. And I think it was because open world, like a lot of stuff to do, a lot of weird, funky, weird – I mean like they had Hot Wheels DLC, you know. Obviously the game doesn't take itself too seriously. Right. And I think that's what got me um, because Forza – you know, Gran Turismo games, you're racing on a track, you go to a menu, you're back on a track, you go to a menu, you're back on a track. That I, That's not going to keep me, nope. you know. Um, lap times, getting them down by seconds, that's not my thing. But Forza Horizon was enough of an open world game that had racing in it. I, I'll put it to you this way. Like, think of a mix between Burnout Paradise and, and a Forza motorsport game. That's basically what Forza Horizon is. Like, it's still got solid racing mechanics, but it's open world and it doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah. Um, which I think is pretty cool. So, like, yeah, I'm all about this. Forza Horizon 3 is what got me into that series, and it's on Game Pass, so, yeah, I'll definitely play this. I think the last um, the last racing game I really enjoyed before that was probably that Rush 2049 game on N64. I don't know if oh, you guys yeah. remember that. Oh, man, there yeah. There's certain just, levels that just, like, jumps and, like, loops I hadn't thought of that, that game in forever. So good. Well, at least I remember oh, it being so good. Out. It's probably trash, but... <laughs> The generally the way the sixty four nostalgia works these days, or you go back and it looks like utter shit. Goldeneye but, was you know, so fun. Goldeneye somebody, was so bad. <laughs> somebody had to break us into the three D polygon era. It's just so happened they had to be the martyr. So yep. But uh, yeah, rip Nintendo, rip in sixty four. I'm just gonna leave those golden <laughs> memories there alone. But uh, as far as the as far as the city goes, like the way you look at Forza Horizon three, I'm not too worried because. They somehow managed to fit Australia, Earth, or a good third of Australia into a mini map. So clearly, they're not going for geographical realism integrity. Yeah. 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 So I got a feeling it's going to be part of the map. It's going to be Hong Kong. Then you're going to have outskirts. If I had to guess, I wouldn't be even shocked if the Great Wall of China is somehow fitted. Oh, if I can, you know, to this. if I can put my Lamborghini yeah. up on top of the Great Wall, <laughs> I'm there. Day one. You know, there's going to be a race along it or on it, beside it, or something. For you sure. Know, so. It's yeah. just wide um, enough to fit man. one car, so <laughs> your starting position is just going to be your ending position. <laughs> it's going to be a lot yeah. of fun. Can't wait. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see what that is. I'm like you. I think that, I think it's not. It's going to be an eye catcher for sure, and I can't wait to see. Also, like I trust Playground Games with oh, uh, 100%. Forza Horizon. They clearly know what they're doing, so I, I have no doubt it'll be good. And you own it day one if you have Game Pass. So. Yep, yep. Uh, so that's pretty much it uh, for the news uh, this week. Uh, like I said, it's going to be kind of light till we get past E3, but uh, that's what we got so far. All right, cool. Well, next up then, um, our final little thing here is a contest that's going on, and I'm going to let Chocolate go ahead and give you guys the deets on that. Right. You're going to have to listen very carefully because this is going to get confusing. <laughs> it's not that confusing. <laughs> Get, get, give him a second. Just please, wait. please don't make this more complicated <laughs> just, than it needs to be. Just wait. Word four gone. Mind blown. <laughs> right. So, over the next four episodes, we're going to be dropping uh, one word, which will turn into a phrase. That phrase, you need to at the end of the fourth show, need to email us for your chance to win a game. Everyone okay with that? So far, so, far? so good. Makes sense. Good. So, we'll do the. We'll randomly throw these in at uh, each portion of the show. They should hopefully be an audio cue, which will be now. Warning: incoming missile. Yeah, that's we're... what you need to listen for. <laughs> we're not going to make you. We're not going to make you decipher like the Zodiac Killer's uh, algorithm on how to you know figure out the word. It's going to be. It'll be straightforward. Yeah. It'll be fairly straightforward. It will get easier and easier as each week goes on. So. The word this week is O. <laughs> o H. There's no way to do o. that with this, like, acting straight faced. No, there's it's not. It's funny. And I thought about doing it a bit camp, a bit manly. I wasn't too sure, so I just went with a O. But if you think of the whole phrase, that's not how I would start your sentence. 
Jones. <laughs> also that. Oh, it's all good. Yeah. Um, it depends what type of uh, movie genre you're you're that's, watching. That, fair enough. I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, so after the fourth episode, and you have your four word, your four words, you have your phrase. You're just going to email us at cagpodcast at gmail dot com. Cagpodcast at gmail dot com. Just to let you know, when you do email us, just because there's a new law over in the UK. We're not going to be sending you anything. You're not opting in. You're not opting out. <laughs> All you're doing is going for this. Yep. Competition. Thank you for uh, disclosing that. Smart. Yeah. 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 It's only because I've just all of a sudden read a load of shit about it. <laughs> oh wow. Oh my god. Oh wow. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for episode one. Um. Do you guys want to? talk about or plug some stuff that's going on with you where we can find you what you'll be playing anything like that um chocolate you're up i'm up oh no the pressure right um i am chocolate bear yeah you can find me on twitter as chocolate bear 80 you can also find my gaming tag as chocolate bear 80 and you'll also find me on twitch tv as chocolate bear 80 more than welcome to jump in the stream doc what about you um, you can pretty much find me everywhere uh, at Doc H1X1, uh, Twitter, Twitch, Mixer, uh, Xbox Live, everything. Yep. And you can find me at Risky the Kid, literally everywhere at this point. So uh, do that. Um, I also stream uh, with Chocolate. We're part of the um, 16 ounce stream team, so we we're out there streaming a bunch. So come check us out. Um, I'm on Mixer. Chocolate's on Twitch. Um, but yeah. Um, also, the 16-ounce Discord, um, we have a link to that in the description. So if you want to come chat with us, chat with a bunch of other people um, from the community, do that. If you want to get in on the Game Pass Game Club, um, that's a great place to do it. We're, everyone's pretty active there. So if you want to chat yeah. games, uh, that's where you should be. <laughs> come join us. I, t- I just pulled up the cover art again on Discord for the podcast. <laughs> Now that you mentioned the cover art, I feel like we have to use it for this episode. Are we okay with that? Just just for episode one? Yeah. It's so good. I'm just going to have to make sure. Anyway, no, don't worry about that. It could be off camera. (laughs) Off air. Alrighty. Well, everybody out there, thanks for tuning in to episode one of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We we hope to see you next week uh, for episode two. Peace, guys. See you guys. Thank you.